Welcome to the 195, your ticket to some of the most luxurious destinations around the world. Today, Christine talks to us about Guyana in South America. We talk about how crazy tough it can be to get there, but why it's on track to start booming in terms of business and tourism in the next few years. That said, Guyana isn't without its risks. Christine tells us about how Georgetown, Guyana's capital, is currently one of the most unsafe places to visit. But she also lets us know how to navigate the country safely when you're inevitably in Georgetown for your next business trip. Let's dive in. So, Christine, thank you for chatting me uh, with me today. Um, I want to know, we're going to talk about Guyana. What, what took you to Guyana this last time around? Well, in a very roundabout way, because I had a trip to Bolivia and Ecuador planned, I thought I was going to maximize my time and throw in Guyana and Suriname so I could finish every country in South America except for Venezuela, which I'm going to on a special mission, but I'll share that later. Um, but today, um, with Guyana, I thought that it was going to be easy to fly amongst these South American countries. But what I quickly realized is that there are very few ways to get to Guyana. And it ended up being almost a standalone trip by itself because I couldn't combine it with Bolivia. I couldn't combine it with Ecuador. The only country I could combine it with was its neighbor Suriname. And in these countries that are a little bit more isolated in South America, they don't fly between each other. I wonder why, why is that? Because of the demand. You're starting to get into countries that are economically challenged, that it's not as easy as flying between Illinois and New York. It, or, you know, Montreal and New York. Because Guyana right now is 100 out of 195. So it's right in the middle of countries as far as its wealth goes. So it's currently not a wealthy country, but I'm gonna go into a little bit about what is totally changing with Guyana that is going to completely put them on in, a, in, a, in an area where they could be one of the wealthiest countries in the world. Okay, but as of right now, you said these countries, it's harder to fly between. So if you're planning a trip to Guyana, you should be planning a trip to Guyana, fairly specifically. Pretty much. And okay. <laughs> I had to fly into Guyana through Trinidad, which is a very, very common way to, to get to Guyana. And you can also get in through Miami, but really Trinidad was the easiest way to, to get in from New York. And let me tell you, the flight times were grueling. How, how long roughly did it take from New York uh, door to door, we'll say, from New York to where you finally uh, rested in Guyana? Well, I had to fly through Trinidad to Bago. And so because of the flight times, I actually had a seven hour layover in Trinidad, Tobago. So I left New York around 1230 in the morning um, and I walked into Georgetown in Guyana around 6 p.m. So about 18 hours. <laughs> All right. All right. So you had a full work day of a layover. That's incredible. That's good. You know, you crank some stuff out. That's great. Well, essentially about 18 hours. I could have been in Singapore by the time I walked in the door. <laughs> Oh, and, and you, you went um, to the, the capital into Georgetown. Yes, um, I flew into Georgetown and I had three days in the country. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to get the complete highlights 
of Georgetown. Um, Georgetown, the capital, and then also be able to go to Keitscher Falls, which is one of the largest freestanding waterfalls by volume in the world. And I have to say, the nature part of Guyana is absolutely the highlight. Something like over 85% of the country is completely undeveloped. They call it the interior of the country that is all forest, beautiful, like things like Keitscher Falls, the waterfalls, and really it's about adventure and being active and hiking. Well, let's talk about some of the adventure in a second. I, I would love to know, though, what, what's so special about Guyana? Why would somebody want to take a, an 18-hour trip, for example, to get there? But I'll tell you why people are really coming to Guyana right now. And it's not because of this incredible, beautiful, unspoiled nature. It's actually because Guyana recently struck oil. And what that means is that Guyana is now poised to be one of the wealthiest countries in South America, if not one of the wealthiest countries in the world. And right now, Guyana's average annual income per family is about $4,000, which obviously is not a significant amount of wealth. But at this point, if Guyana is able to manage this windfall of oil, in fact, they've consulted countries like Norway, which has done an incredible job of creating reserve funds that are able to invest the money from the oil. It could be one of the wealthiest countries in the world. And um, so the economy is growing at four times the rate of the economy of China. It's expected to grow 86% by next year, by 2021, and over 1,000% by 2025. So this is really significant wealth. And and so if somebody was wanting to visit, as you said, it's a lot of uh, a lot of forest, a lot of unspoiled places um, that you can visit in in Guyana. Do you think that's going to change as they become a wealthier place? Like, is now the good time to go in and see everything before it becomes too touristy? Absolutely not. <laughs> And in, in most cases, Nathan, your question is spot on. Should everyone hop on a, an 18-hour flight from New York City to Guyana via Trinidad? And the answer is probably not right now. Okay. And I'm going to tell you a couple of reasons why. Um, one is the capital city of Georgetown, which inevitably you should go through, has some really incredible restaurants. Uh, one is in the Cara Lodge, which is this really authentic old plantation home that's in the city and the food's wonderful and they do these really cool rum tastings. And the other is the Backyard Cafe where their chef Devin and I actually went through the Saturday market together, picked up all these ingredients, tried all this really delicious fruit, and then we made a meal at Backyard Cafe. And while all of that sounds really authentic, Georgetown is one of the most unsafe places in the world. And so even during the day, Chef Devin brought someone to help out just in case we got into trouble in the marketplace. And most people who are from Guyana will tell you that it's even unsafe for them to be walking around. So even much more unsafe for someone like us. So it's incredibly important if you are going to find yourself in Guyana, which you likely will for business. Uh, but if you do find yourself there for, for tourism or if you want to explore Guyana is to have a really great tour company that can help you out. And now we're experts in Guyana, so we could actually help you out and make this really unforgettable experience. But 
there are very few places that you should be staying and you should absolutely not be walking around the city by yourself. And so those two factors right there, when the country becomes wealthier, when the city has more investment, where there's more infrastructure and they raise the, the poverty level, it's not going to be so dangerous. And I think that's when they really will shine because Guyana is a place that reminded me so much of Ghana in West Africa, because at one point, all of these countries, when before everything separated, these were all like, it's, it was all one big landmass. And so there's so many people from West Africa, from the slave trade, um, there's Chinese, there's Indian. It's such an interesting place that it's a melting pot of cultures and the people really, I think at heart are, are so wonderful that they're really gonna be able to shine when there's better infrastructure. Okay, so so what you're saying is as the comp- as the country gets a little wealthier, hopefully the the crime will be reduced and it'll be better for tourists. But if you are going to go right now, it would be smart to hire a company as a guide to make sure that you're safe and to make sure that that you know what you're doing and and you don't get uh, you know hurt or robbed or whatever could be the risk. Absolutely. And that's what I did. Okay, and and how did you find your experience uh, with your guide? You said that that you'd walked with somebody and he was able to to bring somebody else to keep a look at. How did you feel with that extra person? You know, I I felt perfectly fine because I'm pretty low key and I I like to blend in anywhere where I go around the world. And Georgetown was not the most dangerous place I've been. As you know, I've been to other places like Kabul and Afghanistan. (laughs) So for me, it it was not as big of a deal, though I was absolutely on high alert. And at night, I couldn't go out. And I love going out in cities at night. I love being able to interact with the locals. And so that's why I think that Guyana is probably going to be best served if you just wait it out a little bit longer. Uh, but if you are going today, which a lot of people will for business, then there's still a lot of fun to be had. Uh, the nicest hotel in, in the city is the Marriott and it was actually so much nicer than my expectation. And I ended up basing out of there and it was it was great. Like between the times that I had to go back and forth to the airport and, and do my day trips, it was it was a really great place to base. Well, and, and now we'll talk about what everyone's been wondering for the past three minutes, uh, because you said that you actually went and picked out ingredients in the market. What was the food like um, in Guyana? What was your experience with the local food and picking out the, the, the ingredients? One of the coolest things I've seen there is they have a Guyana market, and those are all goods that are 100% made by locals. And you can already tell there's a shift in the culture that people are ready to like start to welcome in visitors, especially once all this oil money comes in to start investing into the country. But Guyana Market was the first place we started on our food tour with Chef Devin, and it had more hot sauce because let me tell you, the Guyanese love them some hot sauce. <laughs> oh, it sounds like and- not a great place for Nathan. I can't do it. I can't do hot. Oh my gosh, if you can't do hot, then Guyana is not for you. (laughs) They had an entire aisle of all of these locally made hot sauces. And I mean, they were just delicious with plantain chips. It was, it was, and their specialty little snacks that they have there. I could have literally drank that hot sauce without even anything else to eat. But (laughs) it was so cool just to see. And like they, they make 
they make all, all everything from like their shave cream and all of this stuff is just made so naturally and so organically. So that was a really big highlight uh, of Guyana. Like I said, there's also a big Chinese influence. So they love Chinese food. They love hot sauce. There's a lot of Indian influence as well, as well as West African spices. And so the fruits, the vegetables, at some point, we ended up at a, a stand that Chef Devin goes to at 3 a.m. in the morning or 4 a.m. in the morning after a night of going out in Guyana that had the best dal that I think I've had, which is an Indian dish outside of India. That's incredible. It sounds like it, it has a lot of different options, like you were saying, like a, a cultural melting pot, uh, which extends to the food. So you get some really cool and authentic food variety that you can't find in a lot of places. Extremely authentic. Um, and then let's let's finish up with with some of these ad adventures. Let's um, let's talk about that waterfall again and your hike and how that experience was. It was an hour and a half flight. Um, and then how long was the the hike or was it a full day trip? Did you stay overnight? Did you camp there? You know, the good thing is is that we did not stay overnight because there's no place to stay overnight. <laughs> Petra Falls, which after Kilimanjaro, I said to myself, if I am camping in a tent again, it's going to be a luxury tent in Africa that's made by Singita. And <laughs> I am not doing any more raw camping. And so we took the day trip flight, which is actually quite easy to go from Georgetown to Kaitra Falls. It's in a plane that actually was also much safer than I thought it would be. And it's not a it's not like one of those rickety propeller planes. Yeah, it's actually a nice, nice airplane. Um, you know, it's propeller as well, but it's like a much larger airplane. And it you go with around like 10 people or so, and there are people from all different kinds of walks. Thank goodness there were some older grandmothers who were on mine because then I wasn't the slowest person <laughs> in the entire <laughs> in the entire excursion. But it just made it really, it was a really nice time where they have snacks for you. I, we did about six hours um, when we were there. You know, we hiked for about an hour, hour and a half. We saw the falls. We saw it from like various viewpoints, vantage points. Uh, and then we hiked back. And then we took a leisurely flight back. And so it's a really easy day trip. And like I said, the nicest hotel, I think, in all of Guyana is actually the Marriott. And so... It was nice to be able to sleep in a really comfortable bed that evening and then to be able to take in what the big deal is about Guyana. And it's the fact that over 85% of the country is forest and rainforest. And so you're able to really take in a beautiful view of nature. And even on the flight there, it's, it's a stunning country. That is excellent. Well, thank you so much for sharing. I, I think we're out of time for today, um, but we'll catch up next week with another awesome place. Um, and again, just as a reminder, if any listeners are planning a trip to Georgetown or Guyana, it is best to go with a, a guide or, or a, a tour company to make sure that you do it the right way and that you do it safely um, and that you're well taken care of throughout your journey. So thank you so much, Christine, for, for chatting today, and we'll talk to you next time. Sounds great, Nathan. Thank you for listening to The 195, your ticket to some of the most luxurious destinations around the world. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.